Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Paolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you'd never really ask for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Paolo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional. Professional. Professional review on Drag, Drag Race, Race Holland. You ready to get into it? More than ready. Let's do so. Yes. Okay. Let's start off with saying that last week, we actually got a really good response when we talked about the All-Stars 6. We did. There was a lot of interest. I mean, you know, we got that information from Reddit and uh, YouTube videos. But and our the, own the, analysis of social medias, yes, platforms yes. of the queens. You know? Yeah, you know, checking up and seeing what's going on. Yeah. You know, following <laughs> hey a few leads. <laughs> a few texts here and there. I missed out a couple of significant names. Just two. Just two. So Tom, just you, he can't sleep until he sees this. He needs to finish. Finish off his list. I need to come clean. I he made needs a to say it. So, uh, one is an interesting choice. Uh, Serena Chacha from season five no, of Drag Race. Why would I? Why would they bring back Serena? Is Serena going to be the Mimi I'm first? I don't think so. She's because like- someone has to go home first. <laughs> says Yada. <laughs> Guess what, Mimi? We did. <laughs> Mimi, I'm first. Mimi, I'm first. Came second in the poll. I could not believe it. Don't Out you? Att- don't you attack my fans, bitch? <laughs> After the shit I've seen, you ain't had that many. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, please bring back Raven again. Um, now, Serena Chacha has had quite the glow up actually um, since season five because she was a bit of a she was a bit of the joke in season five with her yeah. soft sculpture and um, drag is soft sculpture. It's performance art. And ladies, ladies, the ghetto lexicon has to stop. G- ghetto. <laughs> Girl, you don't even know me like that. Oh, Coco, Coco is iconic. Uh, I cannot get enough of Coco's confessionals. Can Coco just be on every season of All Stars? Yeah, please? you know what? We don't watch the Las Vegas review. I don't watch it. I, I just, it's not. I mean, it's, it's, I don't, for me, it's a bit too too try hard. If anybody asks us to, we might, but we, we, it's not on our agenda at the moment. If Coco's on there, I might. She pops up on one episode. Does she? I'll, I will watch that one episode just yeah. because of Coco. Yeah, because she's a Vegas girl. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Serena Chacha's had quite the glow up. She's actually quite well respected by other queens nowadays for her styling, her wigs, ah. her looks, that kind of thing. And, you know, let, let's see if she uh, can bring performance as well. She'd win one lip sync against Penetration. It's penetration. <laughs> penetration seemed lovely. And the other one, and how could I forget? Trinity K. Where does Trinity K. come from? When you say it like that, you've, every time we talk about Trinity K, you sing it. Is, it, is that a thing? Am, am, was, I, am, I, am I lost? Am I not in the know? Of, it was off an episode of Hey Queen. Um, okay. When she popped up, and um, I think it was actually Erica Turaviance. Um, she was doing the music and the DJ in that week, and she just did like these like avant-garde little spoken word over a beat kind of pieces. And hers was Trinity K. Bonnet. Now let's talk about Trinity K. Bonnet, who I feel is probably like, if there's a top five queens of all around of every single um, RuPaul's Drag Race, whether it be UK, whether it's Holland, whether it's Canada, US, Mm -hmm. every single season, I will put my life on the fact that Trinity K. Bonet is one of the top lip syncers. She's fantastic. Period. And actually, you know, even though she had, you know, her her whole storyline was kind of like overcoming her inner saboteur and struggling a bit with some of the other challenges um, even though she turned out to be a great comedian, didn't she? Her stand-up was fantastic. Mm-hmm. She was still presenting a fabulous drag package. She always looked flawless. And she was such a great lip-syncer. Yep. Um, do you know what I hope happens? A Trinity versus Raj O'Hara lip-sync. Ooh. Mm. That would be good. I don't know what the format's going to be, whether they're still doing the lip-sync assassin thing. but I mean, the change is every season. Yeah. But Trinity K, I mean, she's... I mean, yeah, I mean, I regularly re-watch some of her lip syncs. Mm-hmm. The um, I'm Every Woman. That was beautiful against April Carry On. And especially the... But I'm here, but oh, I'm here, but that I'm here, Sent Milk home, didn't she? Yes. Oh, and God. the Vibology against Adore. Yes, which I thought was still good, but they she obviously didn't really wanted to lose that lip sync. No, they wanted Adore to stay. Obviously, it was beyond her. But even even afterwards, when mm. I see the things that she's putting out on social media, when yeah. I seeing her Beyonce, mm-hmm. you know, because that's that's kind of her thing. Didn't you know that <laughs> Beyonce? <laughs> oh, that's right, you're Beyonce. <laughs> Look at her; she looks like Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, those me. are the last two queens, yes? Yes. So, but 
I think a couple of them are but like... you wanted to add on to your the, the list of I mean, that, uh, queens that, that you think are coming back for all stars. These are the rumours, rumoured queens. A couple of them are a bit shaky because it's actually 14... There's 14 names there in total. I, I can't remember there ever being a season <gasps> with 14 girls. Do you going to be teams? Do you reckon they'll, they'll never bring up? back teams because All Stars 1 is so maligned. They'll never, ever bring back teams, definitely. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Pandora Box rocks up again and she's oh on Oh my again. God, can she you imagine? Will, <laughs> she'll walk straight back out. Straight like, out. I'm she out. will key RuPaul's car. Where's my pocketbook? I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. She will. She, she'll be streaming out of that damn place. She really All right, will. Cool. A big shout out. I mean, we got retweeted and um, mm. message from Alska Magazine. Thank you yes. very, very much. What are they? You looked at their Twitter. Um, they're, a, they're a sort of photography project and magazine yep. where they showcase diversity of gay men's bodies and lifestyles around the world. So it's like a combination of like lifestyle, travel, um diversity um culture it looks like a really amazing project you guys should check them out yep and also them their team yara they are we had a little talk about um yeah um, yara sophia i think yara is amazing you know what and i i said it last week i cried when she left there's something about the honesty in her commitment to her art so like mm-hmm. she's she's really in it she's really in it and when they ask her why does she want to win she's like because i need the money like she's just yeah. so real damn right like you know a lot of people they pre-prepare these pageant answers when mm-hmm. they go on stage when they compete for something why do you want to win well i want to do this and i want to be a role model for this yeah that's great but like she was just straight up like because i need the money drag yes. ain't cheap drag is expensive Definitely. <laughs> i was just like oh a girl after my own heart she's that's a tr- it she's she, the one jada's a, t- a true artist isn't she as you say because she just she struggled with the format of drag race even though she won at least two challenges she won the hairball i'm sure with her, uh, remember the the scorpion poodle thing, mm-hmm. and she won something else for being funny. I think, but like, I think Jada, I think she won the Asha 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 no, Balan. No, that was um, Alexis okay. who won that. She okay. won another challenge though, Defo. Okay, um, but like her struggle was being up against so many other queens with strong looks, and she was a little bit ahead of her time because she did the spooky wicked bitch thing before Sharon Needles kind of brought it into the mainstream no, a bit yes. more. Um, and I think they didn't know what to do with her, and so she was again like you know Raja's like commercial beauty Alexis's pageant flawlessness Manila's like camp theatrical but very polished looks and so she just kind of missed out because she was jostling with so many amazing you know strong look queens I want to see her come back and conquer Definitely. I'm really, I actually, I've always wanted her to come back because I really felt her story. Yeah. So I'm really, really glad she's getting another chance. I really am. She's full package. All right. So um, let's get on to this week's episode of Drag Race. Mm. Hold on. What episode are we on now? Episode three. So we've seen two girls go home. Yes. Patty Pam Pam went last week. She did. She seemed like a sweetheart, Patty. She really did. I would have liked to have seen her go further because she seemed creative. Um, And I just think the. Overall, the girls are so visually stunning this this season. Like, based on the first two runways, two of the strongest runways I think we've ever seen in Drag Race history in terms of, like, creativity and, like, uh, references and polish. Just fantastic. These girls look amazing. They do. They do. They really do. I mean, aesthetics, mm. tech. Tech. They've got it done. So we said Petty Pembev's goodbye. And who else? Who else has gone? Yeah. Who are, and room, room mm. showbiz is gone. So we're down now to eight queens. Okay, yeah. who, who are you looking at as the front runners so far? I mean, as as early days, yes, but who's leaving mm. the a uh, really good impression with you? I I see my prediction for top three at this point. Oh, is, oh mm-hmm. okay, wow. Bear with me, uh, Cedrine. Okay, who I've got a real soft spot. She's my girl. Envy Peru. Uh huh. Full package, gorgeous. And Janae JK with, okay. uh, with alternating maybe. I see something special in Chelsea Boy. Yes. I see something special in all of them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, good. So, good answer. <laughs> good answer. And Miss world peace. Miss Samoa. <laughs> Harsher punishments for parole violators <laughs> as well. Just want to add that in there. Okay. Who do I think is going to make uh, the tops? I- you know what? Envy Peru is uh, for me definitely. She's yeah. she's there. I'm gonna say uh, I don't know. There's something about Mama Queen that I just love. There's something very um, 
I just she's so skillful, so visually creative. Yeah, um, we've yet, yet to see like a full on like. I guess we have seen like a bit of a comedy challenge. I think she's she's just one of those who they, again they're going to struggle to know what to do with her, and so she's going to miss out as they she'll fall by the wayside at some point. She reminds me a bit. You know, she's in the same category as like Acid Betty, Milk Max, like really really talented, but will fall by the wayside. Yeah, there's but I. I really like um, Mama Queen, mm. and um, at this stage, the my last spot would go to. But I really love Abby. Oh my god, <laughs> I really clearly. I really loved her last week, where she, um, she showed a bit of death. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, her runway for me wasn't the best. Okay, look, let's just say the names. My top three: Envy, Mama, and it's between Abby and. Janae. Oh, wow. You don't put Cedrajine in the top. I've seen more comedy queens. I've, I've seen comedy queens come before her, and I just don't think at this stage she matches up with them. She's not a jinx. She um, is in a Sherry Pie. Like, let's be real. Sherry Pie was good. She was. Um, despite what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she isn't a, at the moment, she's not, she's not a ginger minge. Mm -hmm. She, she just, she hasn't yet. I mean, first of all, there's only episode three. We haven't been able to yet see her do this, but at this stage, Sarah Jean hasn't, um, risen up to that level of comedy queen that I've grown to expect. Okay. Okay. I guess what I'm seeing is a girl who's used to being... I'm, I'm, I think you're seeing potential, but you're not judging from what you've been watching so far. No, because I've loved... She's yeah, I'm coming s- for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming for you. Do you want to put your claws away? <laughs> um, I, I, see, I see that she comes from that world of comedy and camp and... Oh, yeah, of course. That very conventional, you know, uh, drag aesthetic. But she's, I see her pushing herself... In terms of her aesthetic and her presentation, and mm-hmm. I think she's re she's really embracing what the show is giving her to develop as a drag queen. Yep. Um, but I, I see what you're saying about um, Abby. I think Abby's a young queen with a lot of potential. I think I think she will fall under Envy's shadow a lot. Is this a Laganja Adore moment? Not really. No, mm. I can't. No, you can't make because I, I definitely think Envy's the big sister here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, do you know what? I mean. Madam Madness and Megan, also awesome queens, so lovely and so interesting. But if you know, if you've been in the bottom at this point, hard to push past that. I mean, Raven, unless is. you're Raven, yeah, but Raven's Raven, yeah, you know. All right, okay. let's get into this week's episode. So, with um, the title of it's called Drama Queen. So, I'm assuming I, I haven't yet seen this, but there might be an acting challenge going into it. Now, mm-hmm. we've said goodbye, as we said before, to Petty Pam Pam. There's something really, really amazing, something amazing that happens, and it's a continuation yeah. of that kind of conflict between um abby oh my god and janae jk whose side are you on here i don't think i'm on anybody's side i think i i respect pick a side pick (laughs) a side say their name i'm gonna say their name splinters in my bottom from sitting on the fence here i think but it's just one of those with like um i see it from both points of view I think Abby is fully entitled to her feelings. She's fully entitled to feel upset. Having said that, I think she needs to understand the industry that she's in and maybe have a thicker skin. Um, Take a leaf out of Envy's book. I think she needs to listen to her big sister here. I think... um, I think Janae, she talks about being, like, direct and honest and stuff. I think in this situation, as Abby rightly points out, nobody asked for her opinion. So it didn't have to be forthcoming. But you she, ain't a judge, girl. Yeah. It's a bit like um, Jimbo and uh, th- that backstage moment, remember? Jimbo and Rita. Oh, yes. <laughs> but um, nobody asked for her opinion. But her point is, like, I'd rather say it to your face than backstab. But people don't always want something blunt delivered to their face. And her manner of delivery was was quite aggressive. She didn't need to deliver it like that. Um so I think, you know, I'm enjoying the drama. So I support both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is what was said is um, 
Janae said, you know, you're not going to survive in the world by being nice. Mm. You know, and especially in drag, there's jealousy, there's backstabbing, and honesty still rules the day, and she's not a backstabber. And that's true. You're not a backstabber. You said it to her face. But why do you have to say it to her face? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's classic for me, Gigi Good. You know how Gigi Good came for Heidi in Closet? Yeah. And um, was talking to her about her makeup. And mm-hmm. Heidi's like, she's like, I'm trying to help you, Heidi. Heidi's like, did I ask for your help? And it's very reminiscent of that. It's like... Yeah. No one asks for it, so don't give. And also, first of all, we're strangers. I don't know you. You, you don't know me like that. It's, I don't. I didn't. And I didn't ask for it. And then hmm. the the same uh, the similarities between these moments is that Gigi had come off a win. Yeah. So yes, yes, and yes, Janae yes. has come off a win as well. So same I dynamic. think she's establishing her place in the pack. She's like, well, Very I've thought. won, so I'm allowed to say it. And you should listen to me because I don't know if you know this, but I've won a maxi challenge. Just putting it's, it out yeah. there, and it's really much there. And it's it's kicking a girl when it's when she's down mm. really, which isn't necessary. Like it does actually speak of insecurity, I think, when anybody is ever being that vocally critical when it's not asked for. Because what she's essentially doing there is reminding everybody that she's at the front of the pack, which she doesn't need to. She could be more like Sedogine, um, who's been high twice in a row, although she's not won yet. Um, and um, just kind of like be gently supportive and just be like, I'm doing okay. I'm at the front of the pack. I don't need to be kicking these other girls. Um, you don't see Envy picking on anybody either, you know, and she's won one. Well, she didn't know at that time. <clears throat> no, but she's, she was still, a, you know, felt like a front runner. But she wasn't a winner. Okay, okay. Time. But what I'm saying is it's, it's much as... Um, Janae JK will frame this as like I'm just honest and direct I tell it as it is I just heard her say I'm a drag queen aren't you yeah 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 I mean do you know what I mean like I'm I'm a drag queen I've got an armor thick skin why don't you have that that's the thing this thing it speaks of a little bit of um like narcissistic criticism in the sense that it comes from a place of insecurity and she doesn't need to do it having said that I respect her right (laughs) as a drag queen to be bitchy and to create drama because we're here for it it's mm. great tv and i do i do think abby's younger and abby will learn more about how to handle herself in those situations abby abby was not feeling secure whatsoever so she felt vulnerable and wounded yeah. in that moment i just i i have to i wish i could replay the moment where janae's like i'm you know i'm sorry that i'm up front that i tell her how it is and then um Abby, oh my God, just like, but did I ask for it? She puts yeah. up her finger with a claw and she <laughs> steps, she, she stepped up. She she walked up to her, yeah. did I ask for it? But did I ask for your opinion? I was like, ooh, ooh, it's about to be a girl fight. Yeah. I was just like, she, she made drag well, is not a context <laughs> sport, ladies. She might as well have been unclipping her earrings as she stood four I, step forward. Yeah, she was, she was honestly a rubber band. She was tying yeah. her hair back. She was, mm-hmm. earrings came mm-hmm. off. She, she took a step forward, step, but did I ask for your opinion? Yeah. I thought that was, I was, I was gagging. It was I was interesting. like, oh damn. It's interesting because she clearly felt very emboldened in that situation. I think it's because she felt like she had support behind her, whereas her initial reaction was actually to run away from that situation. She couldn't bear the criticism. She felt very vulnerable she clearly felt more emboldened to confront Janae after the fact you know oh, I, I, I enjoyed it I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it yeah good girls so, very Thanks, good girls. start to the episode mm. um should we see the rest yes, please let's have a look all right so we've just seen the mini challenge it's basically gaming gay gaming gay gaming you've been in a gay games not excuse you yeah I remember you, you did like a, a thing in London where you had like a little gay games thing. Oh, for God's sake, Tom. <laughs> that was just like games with gays. Is yeah. that not what this is? <laughs> okay, it's very different. Gay games or games with gays? Yeah, gays gays that are gaming gay <laughs> in the park. park. I don't know what else. It was with the gay games, I think. When you say <laughs> games, I think Pokemon and Tekken, so... So, yes, Digress, please. <laughs> they did um, some sort of game. I don't know what it is. I think it's based on like a King's Day. Well, they had all the orange bits around. So I think it's a reference to the House of Orange, isn't it? In um, Not the, like the, the oh, House from, of Balenciaga. From Legendary. House of La Beja. It's the House of Orange. Um, no, they're a royal dynasty in um, in the Netherlands, I believe. Well, they said King's Day, but then, but then they said that we, we're going to be calling it Queen's Day. Yeah. 
yeah. I'm assuming it's, you know, the gay version of the games. So it's a thing in Holland, I take it, that they have a King's Day. It's a bit like the Queen's Jubilee or Queen's Birthday. Yeah, yeah, we'll go there. We'll go there. To yeah. our Netherlands listeners, which we obviously do have, please let us know in Twitter what, yes, if please, we're right or wrong. Please let us know, guys. We'd love to be educated. But do you know what my favorite things come out of this whole thing was? They came out with this new game and they called it Spiker Pooper. Spiker Pooper. Uh, the translation appeared to be put the nail in the toilet, but it was Spiker Pooper. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't remember reading Spiker Pooper. <laughs> they kept saying, and the girls were, they, they're like, well, I've heard of a, st- a sack race, but Spiker Pooper? Mm. Well, like, it was envy and Sarah going, Spiker Pooper, Spiker Pooper. No, the... I, I do think there's like an inherently, to, to the British ear, I think the way that some phrases are delivered in Dutch um, has like an inherently comic ring to it like the phrase spiker pooper is just inherently funny if i don't me. even remember hearing it tom so yes spiker pooper i'm gonna start <laughs> using that <laughs> hashtag spiker Bo- <laughs> welcome to spiker pooper the podcast you're here with paul <laughs> we're gonna rebrand ourselves spiker yeah, pooper. we're not changing the name of the podcast to spiker pooper <laughs> the good thing that came out of this was that the winners were Jane and madame madness and the reason why this is kind of amazing and important is mm-hmm. because Madame in the last two episodes was last to be chosen from um, for the groups. And she so, had a real emotional reaction to that, didn't she? It was very like emotionally triggering for her. Yes. Um, but it brought back all those memories. Um, so clearly it implies Sedergine and Madame are the most athletic of, of this uh, set of eight girls. Mm. Yes. They crossed the line. First. Madame actually crossed the line first with the Sacrace. Okay. She's the fastest. What I want to, I want to ask you, first of all... Who would you have chosen? So they, they were like aware. Who, who would you all go to? Yeah. Look, me and you choose, okay? So the, we, we know the list of the girls there. Okay. Um, I would have won the challenge, so I'll no, pick no, no, first. No, 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 no. I'd beat you in a sack Tom, race. Tom, don't try it. Excuse me, in a sprint, I win. Tom, again, don't try it. So I would have won. <laughs> so my first pick. So we're looking at the queens now. The first person I would have gone for to choose... Mm-hmm. Now we have to take out Sergin and uh, Madame because okay. both the, you know they're they're the so let's say you're Madame selecting. and I'm Sergin then. Well, I'm funny, so I'll be Sergin and you can be <laughs> Madame because you're always chosen last. But you said that you won, so that would make you Madame. Mm. I'm gonna go first. <laughs> My first pick would be. Dinner, 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 dinner. Envy Peru. Okay, Envy would have been my first pick. No, 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 but I've taken her, so who are you going to yes, choose? I'm aware of that. Thank you, I'm listening. Um, my second pick, I actually think for a comedy acting challenge, I would go for Megan. I thought Megan was good last week, and I think she was judged really harshly. Yep. Um, or rather, her runway let her down. Uh, my next pick would be Mama Queen. Okay. I think I'll go for Chelsea. I think Chelsea's got like a quirky, funny streak. Okay. Um, I would have then gone for... Oh, the last two was Janae and Abby. I would have gone for... Well, Abby was funny last week, wasn't she? Abby did good last week. Go off, sis. <laughs> did she? She did on the... I would be happy if you chose Abby because I'd rather have Janae. Um, I'd go for... Abby. Yeah, Janae, I choose thank Abby. You. Thank you for not sabotaging me. Cool. That's okay. who I would have chosen. But how did they choose? Tell me the, tell me the groups. I have it down here. So Madame got first pick. And so she got, she chose Janae first, actually. Um, then Sergine chose Envy, who I think would have been the sensible first pick. We both agree on that. Then Madame chose Abby. Sergine chose Mama. Madame chose Megan. And last pick was Chelsea, actually, for Sergine. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. A bit different to what we see. So obviously these girls are, they're hanging around with each other. They're seeing things every day. They kind of know who's funny and who's not. So Yeah, well, that's what we see. Mm. Okay, so before we actually get into the what the final product of yes. it, what are they, what was, the Maxi Challenge was an acting challenge, basically. And from what I remember, mm-hmm. it's basically a... Desperate Housewives, Sex in the City yeah, types program that, that they and I don't know how to say it. Goish, Greek of Vrauen because Vrauen is women. Oh, 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 she, 
Oh, she speaks the language. No, 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 because no, it's it's, <laughs> it's similar to German in some way. Some of the noises. So Frau the, is German for woman. The sounds. They called sounds. That's, yes, the that's, sounds. That's a very ignorant. <laughs> the sounds that Dutch. Oh people my god, make. the noise you make when you speak <laughs> languages is so no, beautiful. Like, what a lovely noise. There's, it's, it's like a beautiful blend of like you know noises. The, <laughs> There's overlaps in Europe between different languages and Dutch sounds are like a little bit, a little bit German, mm. like a little bit French at times. Tom, classic, but obviously it's unique. Classic overcompensation. Mm. You can stop. Just, just but stop. Gui- just stop. Gwieke Frauen. Gwieke Frauen. Gwieke Frauen. Gwieke Drags. That's what I thought it was. Gwieke Drags. The Gwieke Frauen looks look like a funny thing. My vibe that I got from it was it's, it is like Sex and City, Desperate Housewives, but almost like a kind of act, a comedy acting spoof of like Real Housewives. Of course, of course. It's, it's yeah. not going to be serious. It's going to be a spoof. No, but like it felt like it was referencing like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and yep. New York and that kind of thing. But it's that kind of genre, isn't it? Yeah. So that's Women basically- being rich, decadent and funny, yep. basically. So that's the challenge. Cool. They have to act that in two scripts mm-hmm. um, in those groups. So it's our first like scripted comedy challenge. Yeah. Next last week was more about like being funny and improv and that kind of thing, wasn't it? I think there was a little room for improv. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that. Don't yes. quote me on that. I shan't. So um, I'm going to get into the runway and I'm also going to get into the, obviously we're going to look into the final um, movie, mm-hmm. the the final product of this acting. Yeah. But I do want to talk about a mirror moment. Bing! Mirror moments. Mirror moments. <laughs> Tragedy mirror. Tragedy mirror, mirror moments. Um, a place that really tickled me pink. Oh. No, not from no, Please, this is a family just, show. <laughs> it really, really spoke to me. It spoke tri- directly to me. It looked at my soul. My goddamn soul, Anne. Yeah. And it was Envy Peru's um, talking about sexuality and, and coming into her own with regarding to drag isn't it yes and it's you're gonna have to help me out here because well, no, i think you're really connecting with this material so i'm really keen to hear what you say because well basically, she spoke i thought she was very eloquent is the very first much I so thought. i loved it i thought she told a beautiful heartfelt story more so than most because we do actually hear this story on a semi-regular basis but i i really enjoyed the like calm thoughtful delivery that she had but you you tell me a bit about your thoughts well, I'm wondering if it wasn't calm and thoughtful and that the subtitles were just like damage control. <laughs> They're like, we're going to have to fix her up, girl. I'll, I'll type, but I got this. I got this girl's this. a mess. Yeah. She's like, I, I was actually talking about my favorite pets. Why are, they, why are they creating this new dialogue about me coming out and all that? <laughs> like, we don't even know. I was talking about my beautiful Persian cats. Yeah. <laughs> So the story is basically um, how Envy grew up mm. and gay just wasn't really a thing, actually. Mm. And so she didn't really find her place. Um, when she did find out about it, it kind of caused a lot of conflict um, in her family yes. and also with her. Mm-hmm. And growing up in a in a culture, in a family where gay doesn't exist or gay is wrong, yeah. you start to hate that gay as well. So you yes. start to hate yourself and you start to hate that community. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that when she came, um, I, I guess when she moved to Holland and she started yes. working, there were gays, there were queers, there were transgenders, there were drag queens. Mm-hmm. And she was prejudiced towards them. She didn't want to be part of that community because yeah. obviously that's, she's grown up to, to not accept it, to not, to not, to not want that, to, to not like that. Mm-hmm. But eventually, obviously she found her home. Yes. Um, she, her family, her family, yeah, and we are family, and that gay community, and I just I, that's just a, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very strong story because I think I can relate to to that. I, I mean, I guess I've heard you say before about like how it actually took you a while to get on board with your your lovely friend Melissa introduced you to Drag Race, didn't she? Yes, and at first you were repulsed by it, and I think that connects a little bit with what. Um, Envy was saying about her initial reaction of prejudice towards the people that she met in the gay community or the LGBT community rather in Holland. And she identified internalized homophobia, didn't she? And she had a really good narrative of how that occurs. Yeah. She grew up in an environment where it was neither understood nor tolerated. And then um, what was most poignant for me was that moment she described if she realized she was looking at boys more than girls and like looks to the heavens and was like, please don't let me be gay. Because I think that's the thing a lot of us can connect with in terms of kind of that moment. It's like, I really don't want to have to deal with this. And so I'm going to put it to one side for for now. I'm going to repress it. 
Um, I am consciously aware of it, but I'm going to put it in this little box and put it at the back of my mind and I'm going to get on with other things. Um, and then she, what, you know, her conversations with her mother were clearly very difficult. She said her, her mother said no homos in this house. And we were talking about how they slip into English at times, don't they? And it's, it's kind of beautiful to hear actually, um, you know, the splitting between the languages because they're also eloquent. Um, and then, um, yeah, as exactly as you said, she came to Holland and she was, sounds like she was working at the Mac counter or something like talk about, a. A classic drag queen trajectory. She started working at the Mac counter. Yeah. It became a Mac girl. And it's then, kind of like a transition. If you want to be a drag queen, you have to kind of work at Mac. You first. have to work at the Mac counter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, there, there, she met her tribe, her family, her community, mm. and she's clearly blossomed into being uh, an amazing, beautiful, and talented drag queen. Drag queen. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really happy that they put that story. Really liking Envy, really connecting with her. I know. She, when I first saw her, I thought, oh, she's going to be like a bit bitchy, a bit too perfect, but she's a real like human being. Yes, Tom. Who'd have thought? <laughs> Most of these girls, I think, are. No, at, le- at least one of them's a robot. I, I know, know it. I know it. I mean, you've just, you've obviously explained it perfectly. It's just, for me, and for I know for many others out there, it's just a story that just is very, very familiar. Sadly, it's too familiar. Mm. I want to know what her relationship with her family is now, because there wasn't that di- that dialogue mm. or that part of the story was left out. She it's- did say it's very important to have a family that understands. There's a, a suggestion in there to me that hopefully they've come to an understanding over the years, but it wasn't fully explained. There's no time, I guess, is there? Um, but I thought she just gave a really good account in particular of like internalized homophobia or internalized transphobia and how the... The fear of the other within oneself is projected outwards, mm. unfortunately. And another part that really, really um, is, is, is that connects is the idea of that femininity, mm. isn't it? Because, I mean, she, she really took it down to like the core of internalized homophobia. Yeah. She really, really, I think it was very eloquent in the way she said it. I, th- I think that's probably one of my favorite explanations of a, a storyline that's very, very close to home mm-hmm. and she's about um, femininity how to be a feminine is weak and, mm-hmm. and that is especially I think in every culture and yeah. most cultures to be feminine is to the, the connections with women and but that's it's not supposed int- to be part that- of uh, your yourself as a man and that's another interesting conversation isn't it because why should femininity which is associated with women be looked down upon because it speaks of how we view women in society Mm. as i mean that's a whole other conversation really my favorite bit about these kind of mirror moments really is how they do it when they're putting makeup on it reminds me <laughs> yes. it reminds me of dorian corey in um you know how like in sometimes in, internalized homophobia yeah. and then like doing the eyebrows as <laughs> yeah, um actually yeah. what you feel about yourself yeah, yeah, yeah. so when they show hatred <laughs> to others it's actually <laughs> hatred Director to <laughs> themselves. Absolutely. Isn't that it? Is that, you, you, you didn't see, but I was doing my eyebrows, plucking my... Beautiful. I was, I was shaving my beard. I was trimming. Now, I was Paolo's doing my lashes. the upper part of his face. Now, he's lacking a lip, but he's going to get there. Um, the No, but remember when Paris is burning, like Dorian Corey is like spending most of the entire thing putting on makeup and just saying really profound things into the mirror mm-hmm. yeah and but, if you and if you shoot an arrow and it goes real high hooray for you <laughs> <laughs> that's what we that's kind of the mockery that, that's how we came up with our tragedy mirrors mm-hmm. they talk about like the worst parts of their life mm-hmm. while they're putting on their it's beautiful their 390 lashes yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> while they're drawing on a lip and they're talking about like this and the more absurd the makeup, the better it is because the contrast is fantastic. It's <laughs> the best. Yeah. Anyway, Envy Peru, thank you very, very much mm. for that. Cheers, girl. Yep, definitely. So um, I want to get into the runway. The category for the runway is Miss Holland. Do you want to have a look? I would love to, please. Let's a go. A good runway. All right. So the category is Miss Holland. First of all, I just want to say that if Fran Van Leer ever does a show... We have to go. Fred is fab, Because there has not been one episode where I've not cracked up at mm-hmm. that part. <laughs> at the... at The um the banter with the judges is very good. It is. It's amazing. And the things that she says is... Yeah. I just... Anyway, I have to go see a show with Fran Renly. Do you reckon... Like, we always see the queens doing tours. Do you reckon Fred now... Because, you know, Fred's a, mm. a runner drag queen and Fred's... 
It really, you, really depends on what Fred wants, I guess, even though that sounds like a stupid Would you, I'm going to ask you this, would you go to Holland with me to go see a friend when Lear's show? Absolutely. I mean, I've been to Amsterdam a few times anyway. I would, I would hands down. Look, we'll, Amsterdam's such a fun city. We're like, we should go anywhere. I've always wanted to go to Amsterdam. I've always wanted to go. We're okay, going. We're going to go. And I want to see Fred van Lear. We'll Google it because like with this whole Corona situation, Lord knows what's going to happen. But I... Would love to go see even even if we see some of the Holland girls there as well. We can make a weekend of it. My experience of Amsterdam is actually that you can just the the gay. We could podcast there. I will take. I mean, we've got the equipment. I mean, we're high tech. Hey guys, do you remember when we used to what do we call it? Mobcast. Mobcast. Where we used to take um, our fancy gear out and about on the streets of Liverpool. We'll start doing that again when UK starts up again and when things are a bit easier with coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I digress. But just my experience of Amsterdam is the gay bars dotted all around the city there's not a centralized gay scene but the whole city so liberable 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 liberal that you can negativity <laughs> negativity are we adding these is it okay that we're gonna negativity um and the bars are like they're not like big super clubs they're like intimate little bars with um you know fun drag queens hot barmen that kind of thing all right Cool. Well, let's... Um, Leather and lace. Let's see. So, category is Miss Holland and the first queen to walk down looking so damn regal as Mama Queen. So, you love Mama Queen's look? I love the look. I really do. Tell me what you see. I see, like, an Amazon warrior princess glammed mm-hmm. up to in gold. I see... That's kind of what I see. There's also a look from Yara Sophia that I... Yes. That's, so, that's, this is very reminiscent I'll of. I'll tell you what that is. It's the dreadlocks. It's the, okay, yep. Yeah. So she's cannabis queen, isn't she? Referencing Amsterdam's... Oh, I didn't, I didn't liberal, know that. <laughs> ...liberal um, marijuana laws. You know, if you're in a cafe. I stick to the law. I want you to know that I'm a very law-abiding person, but when I go to Amsterdam, I am 100% going to have a cookie. And I think people misinterpret the law a little bit. It's not like you can walk around Amsterdam smoking a spliff. It's legal within a cafe culture. And you can't drink in the cafes. You can't mix drink and and cannabis in the cafes. You can have a coffee, you can have a tea, You can, have, but it's with a spliff or a space cake. What? So they, they don't encourage mixing of alcohol and cannabis. The same places do not oh, no, serve. I, I just want it in a cake. Like I want a nice cupcake that has some in it. Oh, no, like, no. I, I, don't wanna, I, I know. I, wanna, I, just, I, I want you to trick me. I want <laughs> you to be like, Bolo, here's a normal cupcake. And then I'm like, oh, yay. Like I don't want to know that I'm doing it because I'm a good boy. You know? What I'm saying is that people misinterpret, you know, Amsterdam is notorious for like stag parties and stuff. I went on a stag do that. I had a great time, actually. Uh, Dave, my brother-in-law, is a stag party. Um, and... Um, People people go over there thinking, oh, you can just be wild and smoke cannabis and do drugs everywhere. It's not like that. It's a very it's a very like cool hip cafe based cannabis culture. Anyway, so she's given me like Rastafarian warrior princess, isn't yeah. she? With the the dreads, and she very cleverly did these appliques, these temporary tattoos all over her body. Did you see her tra- doing the transfer? Yes, I did. I did. I love it. I love this look. I'll say it's not. It, she looks gorgeous. Yep. Not, I would say the skill is in the makeup and the hair and the transfers. The outfit itself is kind of simple because it's a bodice with a skirt. Okay. But looks gorgeous. Okay. And we're seeing her tall, slender physique, aren't we? legs. Yeah. Uh, For days, mama. She is long. Like, yeah. she is length. Yeah. She really is. And I do... Oh, well, also, she was wearing those, like, heel platforms, those transparent they're heel like, platforms They're loose-sized well. stripper heels, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. I see what you're talking about, the simplicity of it, but I really think that it goes... The bodice is plastic as well, isn't it? It's more Yeah, plastic. it's plastic. So that, that gives it, you know, a fun vibe. I mean, it gives the transparency, lets us see more of the transfers on her body. It is, it is a little bit, you know... Derek Barry bathing suit with a skirt, but but there's a hem. It's a very there's a hem everywhere. Everywhere you look, there's, there's a, a hem, hem everywhere. Okay, so don't come for my girl. It's a very elevated version of that look, though, and the concept is there. Any look that resembles it is elevated. Like, come on, she's <laughs> the bar's set <laughs> quite low, love. Let's talk about MV Peru, Little Miss Sunshine. Now, when she first walked out, I was like, well, at least her face and that that headpiece looks amazing. I was stunning. not a fan of it because I was like. It's been done already by um, Alaska. 
Aleska's yeah, um, that, candy floss put outfit. Put me right in mind of Alaska. And I was like, and Aleska had to make it herself, or and even, she did a better job. And you're walking in with that. I didn't. I did not like that look. Alaska or Jada in the balls challenge. Exactly. Same silhouette. Exactly. I was like, oh no, no, no. But her face was stunning. That everything else was like from the neck up. I thought that this was. Pure art. You can kind of clock the reveal because the. I didn't. I the, didn't. I thought the, that was it. <laughs> the cloud dress is a little bit shapeless, but then she reveals it, and I do think she looks stunning. She's giving me like lots of like sun goddess vibes, like it's Helios from Greek mythology wow. meeting like Amaterasu from Japanese mythology, and there's a real blend of like sun goddess vibes. I will say though, this is the second time that Envy Peru's basically worn a bathing suit with a train, except this time it's in gold, not royal blue. Oh, are you? Is she pulling a Miss Vanji? She's pulling a little Bianca because she looks stunning in it, and it looks beautifully well made. And I can't criticize her. She looks gorgeous. And I do love this look, but it's the second time she's worn it. It looks, she's flipping flawless. I'm looking at it right now. And I just, I can't, you know what? I love like from the hip down, you could almost think that she's a mermaid if she just had that thin because everything is like, it looks like that top bodice. So do you know what I would have liked then? If she actually had a floor length skirt under the cloud dress that fell down. Which we've seen done before. It can be done, especially the Drag Queen of Envy's skill. Yep. Still beautiful. It's a two. It's a major two. It's it's stunning. And I wonder if it's if it was her idea to wear that ugly cloud thingy so that the contrast is just, you know, so that when she reveals, it's even more beautiful because what she had on before it was... Uh, anyway, let's move on. skin tone and everything. Now, I didn't get the little Miss Sunshine reference why that's Miss Holland, but that's just lost on me. Again, guys, please tweet us, educate us. Yep. So we got um, Janae JK who walks in with the water breaks. I thought it was simple. Like, I didn't I didn't really like it. I thought it was simple until I mm. until you showed me that it was raining and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, I see. So um, I like this because it reminds me of Zora from Blade Runner. Anytime I see somebody in like a plastic coat mini dress affair, especially with the slicked back hair that she's got, she's exactly like the replicant Zora in Blade Runner. And I, I always love that. Um, she also gave me like a little bit of blue hydrangea vibe, something in the makeup. And Blue wore something like this in her rainy day thing, except it was like a rainbow version. But I think it was so clever because it was a bit like the, it was like, you know, the the bag that you'd get a goldfish in if you went to the fair. It was like a dress made of those. And she was leaking. She was spilling water all over the stage. I don't know if that was intentional, but she deliberately kind of trotted and let it loose, didn't she? So. Well, let's hope the next girl doesn't slip, I, I say. I was wondering if she was going to slip running along there. But um, when I saw that, I thought that, okay, cool. It's uh, it's campy. It's nice. Now, do you, on Project Runway, and I think it was season 13, Sean Kelly, mm-hmm. um, he was one of the artists. And this is one way that, that it kind of reminded me of that, where the, um, the theme for that runway was... Um, water and it was raining so they had to make a costume where um, it looked good and it can handle the rain and Sean Kelly did this amazing white simple white dress very like some simple white dress and as she walked in the rain when the rain hit the fabric it changed color so it went from white and then all this yellow and all this different kind of colors it was amazing and that's for me set the bar for any kind of water runway don't you call that Fashion. fashion but is it it's but is it fashion Tom? it's fashion it's fashion yeah yeah but is it fashion yeah but um, <laughs> just yeah. now that we're seeing as we're mentioning bob anyway do you notice there's a couple of houndstooth looks in the uh in the real housewives look thing there's, what? A, cu- there's a couple of girls wearing houndstooth and i thought oh, bob will be onto that hence houndstooth the print the black and white print we'll get to it okay so, okay so next we've got abby omg um, now her her name is Miss Bouquet, and I'm going to say this isn't my favourite because it looks a little bit cobbled together. So she's got basically wearing like a mini dress that's kind of just a Dutch flag wrapped around her, and she's got this. I like the attempt at creating like this bouquet silhouette, narrow towards the bottom, wide towards the top. This spray of flowers, some of which is effective, but some of which is really droopy. And I did think like, where are these girls getting all these tulips from? Have they got hot and cold running tulips in that workroom? It looks. I mean, the idea is amazing. I just, I just don't think that the execution was there, and I don't even. I, I even think that maybe Abby knows that. I do because do you know what? She made another story for her look. What? 
She made another story. You know how last week she was like, it's because I'm crying all these tears because we won't get pride this year. And this time she's like, I'm crying all these tears and this is a pride flag that I'm going to use to wipe away the tears. <laughs> and then next week, I'm crying all these tears <laughs> because my best friend went home and I'm not crying because it's me, okay? She was my best friend. Britta was my best friend. I'm crying for Britta, okay? Okay, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it will be. My least uh, favourite so far, and I don't have a lot more to say. Other than she's always gorgeous in the face. Yeah. 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 You can never but take that, that away body. from her. Next yeah. we have Chelsea Boy. Another kind of like, there's a lot of like water and weather themes here. I think what I'm getting is like, I mean, Netherlands, they've got all the dams. They're a low-lying country. So it's either that kind of water or like the weather is rainy in the Netherlands like it is in the UK. Anyway... Um, I love this one. Whether or not you like it or not, she was kind of like Debbie Reynolds or Marilyn Monroe caught in a windstorm. And I actually thought there's a fan I was going to say, I was convinced that there was um, a a hurricane, a tornado. I was like, wow. Her performance was fantastic here because I genuinely thought she was caught in a windstorm. Do you know what I would have loved? I would have loved if for a a moment we could have just seen her stand straight and give us a pose so that we could see that the the art that is like, I'm sure I'm like, it's my performance that's selling it, but look, my look is also, it moves on its own. Yeah. That's what I would have seen, but I believed without a doubt that there was a storm in there, and I loved that look. The performance, come on. She's like Debbie Reynolds or Marilyn Monroe walking a Dior runway in the 50s, but caught in a windstorm, and she's getting blown away, the poor girl. The performance is fab here. This is great. Yeah, it's, it's, I love it. It's stunning. I love it. Now, let's talk about um, Miss Megan. This, to me, gave me a more successful version of what Abby was trying to do because it's the same basis. She had another Dutch flag, but this time it was a column dress. She had a, more like bouquets of flowers. Again, they were more kind of elevated and less droopy. And the fun thing, this gave me pure drag because she had the windmill boobies. And that's just like a silly fun and camp and drag. And I love it. Okay. Do you think it was a bit hodgepodge? I mean, potentially, yeah. But still, it was like, if I went to a bar and saw Megan in this, I'd be like, yes, you drag queen. Didn't you think as well with upswept hair, was she giving you a bit of Vivienne? I mean, she always gives me the beggar. Uh, I always get a beggar vibe from her face. It was something about the upswept hair and her makeup was very, very lovely. And we know that Vivienne is a fantastic makeup artist. I just, she was giving me a bit of that. I just, I think, look, I love Megan. I think Megan's stunning. Mm. I loved her last week. I um I'm I'm not sold on this outfit, but That's I love a, Megan. But I love Megan. I love her. I'll agree with you in the sense it's not the most like chic look on the runway. That's it. Or the most it's very competent. But yeah, it looks very um, it looks crafty. I see a really fun drag queen is going to give me a good. Oh, night. but I love it. I, yeah. I love the fun of it. But I I think that what will bring you down is that it's just not as um elevated like it's it's a good um, blueprint Mm -hmm. and I think you could have used it and then made something chic from it but I think it's so closer because didn't she say that this is what won her some uh, some drag contest Holland. Um, yeah, she won. She, she won, won an yeah, outfit with it. So I think yeah. I think it's it's a come circle full circle moment for her mm-hmm. to to win something that's possibly a local pageant or a local drag show, and then now being on one of the biggest platforms and then wanting to embrace um, her I origins in that case. I think in that respect, I love it. It's a tricky step up. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. In okay. that respect, I love it. But then I just when you're when you're putting this right next to all the other queens' outfits you are gonna start saying actually you could have maybe done a bit more okay okay we'll dm her later (laughs) (laughs) we'll dm us (laughs) megan we love you we do we love you megan i still think megan's a fabulous drag queen so next we have cedrogine and what do gay horses eat Hey, girl, hey. Cock. <laughs> yeah, <go>. Cock. Okay. <laughs> um, do you know what this was? It was like a Dutch attempt at, do you remember the season 11 uh, farm to runway challenge? Oh, yes. And which I thought was the worst challenge. One of the worst uh, stupid challenges ever. I thought it was fun. I thought it was um, stupid. Having said that, Cedrogine created what was basically a belted strapless mini dress out of straw. There's a lot to be said for that. A lot of these girls, or some of them anyway, seem to be referencing Holland as an agriculture center. It is one of their big sort of industrial or rather economic 
strengths, I think. Yep. There's okay. a lot of countryside, beautiful countryside in Holland. Um, but she did the little touches of Dutch styling, didn't she? She's wearing red clogs. She's got a Dutch cap on. Um, and it was cool. I love it. Hasn't she got sturdy legs, said Eugene? Aren't her legs great? I love her sturdy legs. Sturdy legs. Her legs look sturdy and muscular. Okay. Yeah. I think she looks great. Um, overall, not my favorite set of Jean look so far, but it's camp, it's silly, it's fun. And I actually think as a package, it's kind of chic. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other thoughts? Um, I I have regrets. Oh, no. I regret. Regrets. That I, I have regret. No, just, just plain regrets. No more regrets. <laughs> My regret is that I don't know enough about Holland to appreciate a lot of these references and it's my own fault it's oh my, my it's, it's my but but I, to all my netherland listeners i'm <laughs> telling you right now we are coming to amsterdam <laughs> we are coming to holland we are tipping your queens <laughs> i will learn about your culture i promise i will appreciate it through and through but i, I you know a lot of these looks especially miss holland and then they had the queens and then like a lot of the looks that they're doing so far has been an homage to Holland to the yeah. Netherlands and I and it's hard for me like you know when you have a reference point of something all of a sudden that looks amazing because there's that connection I I don't see it but I do want to say that I do like the look I know that it's hard to make a look at a hey um I don't like that wig though it's and not I a think- wig it's a Dutch cap oh see see Mike I told you <laughs> regrets <laughs> it's a- I'm sorry it's a, to my it's a Netherlands. piece of headwear for Dutch women. Okay, I get it. Okay, you can stop now, okay? <laughs> Just take a sip because you absolutely need to I, shut up. I'm empty and you need to give me another cocktail, please. Um, okay, well then, the cap. I, lo- I like it. I like it. Can I say that? Am I allowed yeah. to say that? I love all these looks. All right. And last but not least, we have Madame Madness um, giving us Dutch cowgirl. Now, what do you see? Um... I I see, mm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm, I hear you. It's just not brown cow stunning, is it? <laughs> it's Frisian cow stunning. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe not stunning. Depends on your point of view. I um already in the workroom. Um, I was a Jeanne Jacquet who called her out for being an original with this. Uh, because Juno Birch has done it. I've mentioned Juno. Uh, Google it, okay. Well, I've, men- I've mentioned Juno before when we were talking about Blair's uh, pink look in All Stars Five. Juno is a fantastic makeup artist and trans woman and drag performer in the Manchester scene. I would love to see her on a UK drag race um, if she should wish to p- participate. Um, and she's just gorgeous. Her main thing is like. Uh, non-natural base makeup colours. She's pastel green, she's pastel blue, she's pastel pink, and she's an amazing Frisian cow look. Oh, I've seen them. She, You've shown me them. She's beautiful. She's got such a great sense of humour. She's obsessed with The Sims. I've watched many of her videos on YouTube, but she's fantastic. So, okay, so I would be su- surprised if Madame was unaware of Juna Birch. Anyway, other than the Frisian cow thing... The rest of it gives me kind of like Chanel, equestrian, a bit Karl Lagerfeld, a bit Dick Turpin, but with some flowers thrown on it. I think she could have done... I, I wish that she was a fashion cow, where she had the, the face there with the amazing work she's got, but then just wore fashion. Like, instead of putting those flowers on her, they make it a bit tacky. She should have just worn something just really, really chic. Do you know what the I contrast would, do you know between what I the cow... I would have put on her like a um, Scarlett O'Hara style, big kind of poof floor length gown, yeah, in Frisian print. Mm. I would have made the whole thing Frisian print. That would have been how to go with this, I think. Okay. Um, and I think it would have encapsulated that fashion as well. What she's wearing, you know, mm, I could, I, it's kind of a bit hodgepodge as a concept. I can kind of see the chicness in the silhouette. I like the boots, the equestrian, the Chanel going on. But you think it's with the Frisian face, it's kind of like not a cohesive concept. Yeah, I mean it's it's hodgepodge. Yeah, it is. Hashtag I... queen of hodgepodge. Yeah, but is it hodgepodge though? Do you think it's hodgepodge? Shout out to Vinegar Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking at it now. I I love the I love the face. I love the wig, and then it just it it, it just becomes something else for me. Mm. I wish that she just went full on haute couture and the outfit. 
and then kept the the um the cow makeup and the the cow leg the the cow skin. Do you know what she could have done? She could have been like Frisian cow, but like a Cruella Deville twist. Mm. She could have done that. I would have kept it monochrome. Whatever I would have done, because obviously I'm the best drag artist in the world. Yes, um, I would have gone monochrome with the whole thing to really off, you know, set to to make the Frisian thing pop. Yeah, or even like okay. gone, gone full on equestrian cowgirl and been a bit like Madonna in the Don't Tell Me video, yep. but been like a Frisian horse version. All right, so we've seen the looks now. Let's have a quick look at the final film. Yeah. Let's talk about the final challenge, and it's mm-hmm. the um, do your you're a good drag. Very well done. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a native. Dutch. Group one. <laughs> now let's talk about group one, and that was uh, Megan, Abby, Janae, and Madame. Uh-huh. I just want to say, first of all, this is the losing group. I'm going to put out there like... They were the less strong They group. were definitely the less stronger. Yeah. Um, I think Janae was... The only person in there that I would have believed as a character. Oh, and Madame Madness. I think Madame yeah. actually did really good. Madame There's- did really well. Madame, I think, showed that she's actually a decent actress. And yes. she kind of, she did the sultry thing. She went big when it was necessary. And she was always reacting and doing like sultry faces. That's, that's what you would, yeah, it's, mm. it's basically an overacting challenge. Like Bob the Drag Queen Google him and then do it. Alaska Jinx. Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google them. Juno Birch, Google her. <laughs> Just Google. Um, but yes, um, you know what? Megan made me laugh. I'll tell you why. Megan made me laugh because like she was just pulling all these, <laughs> yeah, Megan was all these face. silly faces. Look, mm. it's not going to be appreciated as um as an acting choice because it just wasn't it wasn't solid characterization. Yeah. It was mean. It was a meaningless faces that was. But that made me laugh. But I, I don't know how that's going to be received from an acting point of view. I, I don't <laughs> think that. Oh God, bless Excuse you. Me. I'm, gosh, I'm so sorry. The heck? <laughs> Take this shit outside. Don't coronavirus. No, we'll be, we'll be demonetized. Don't. If, um, if there's no if there's no podcast next week, obviously we've caught the we'll cough. have to isolate. Yes, <laughs> um, no, but that's that's what I think. Um, Abby OMG also was a struggle town. She like did struggle. I remember her directive was to be a bit like horny all the time, and then there's a line where she says about like, oh, I just think I saw you climax and oh, mm. like an orgy with twenty men, but she was reciting the lines and not performing the lines. You know what I mean? Like Happy. she was just reading. I was like, she was reading something for her voicemail abby really faded into the background um meg and her call took a lot of direction um when they were filming it but she said i i I enjoyed watching megan with the silly faces and looking like madonna when she was married to guy Ritchie, by the way um and did you see two did you see what i meant about two of the girls wearing hounds tooth like bob the drag queen Mm, sure um yes for, for me megan and abby Together with their runways, I'm already seeing them as bottom two, but maybe I'm wrong. We'll come to it, we'll come to it, but they were the weaker ones in this group. Definitely. To be honest, I don't... Jenna was kind of like solid, but she didn't like jump out a lot. I'd say Madame... I mean, she's safe. Madame was easily the strongest one in this group. She I was think. easily safe, um, but Abby's. I think. Uh, sorry, Janae's choices were good in her in her character. Yeah, so I think yeah. that you can't fault her for that. I think Madame had a big role, I but J- I think Janae, Madame did a really good job as well. Janae kind of had like less to do. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's talk about group two, which I thought was amazing. I want to yeah. say my the star for me was Mama Queen. Mama was great. Mama yeah. was amazing. I was. I was. Every, it was, it was just from the way that she talked, from her characterizations, from her choice, the choices that she made, the timing. Everything was great. Yes. She was on point. Mama Queen was amazing. She was playing like the disaffected lush, wasn't she? Mm. And she was having a little comic moments with her like dry observations and her, well, not so dry. Like nothing phased her. And then yeah. like the same moment, she was feeling herself yeah, up. Yeah, like yeah. That, that was, there, was, <laughs> there was much more commitment there with the group. Um, Sarah Jean also did a solid performance she there. really big. I liked Sarah Jean's physical comedy, like with the fall and stuff after she got stabbed. Like she was really good, like doing like a comedy fall where she like fell back and stuck her legs up and that kind of thing. It was just, it was very, very competent. Okay. She's clearly a girl who has done sketches and, and skits and things as a part of her act for years. Now, Envy Peru, although did not having such a major role in it, she did not let that um, put her in the background. Yeah. She actually was very, very solid, not having the, the most lines, mm-hmm. but 
she the choice is going over to the pool guy grinding on him yeah. and I'm um, being funny and like the the director cameras and then yes. going back and doing the reactions and then going back to Eduardo like yeah. I just thought that she was she was amazing she was she was like I may not have the biggest role but I'm not going to be lost and let's not forget she faced a lot of challenges during filming because of Eduardo's excitement. <laughs> I don't need to There's say anymore. There's some uh, up in here. We'll go to Mastrada. Spies, spies, spies. Pejorative traces up in here. <laughs> and who else was there? Was the Chelsea Boy. I think Chelsea Boy was a, did a safe job, but I think yeah. she, being the lead, and she was the lead. She had the, mo- the most lines. Her and Sita Jean she kind of got lost to me because everyone else was just so solid. And that, that was the it's, only it's reason. Really strong group. She did her best to match Sedajin's energy, which I respect. Um, in that pearl, that wig she borrowed from Pearl, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think still, compared to the other group, Chelsea Boy was still... You did a good job. Did Let's good look job. at it overall. We've seen the runway. We've seen the film. Yes. I keep saying film. We've the seen film, the movie. Well, yes, available on iTunes. <laughs> no, so we've seen both the runway and the Maxi Challenge. Yeah, I'm going to tell you who my bottom twos are. My bottom twos, I've already said it. It's going to be Megan and Abby OMG. Mm. No, sorry, it's going to be um, it's going to be the bottom three. It's going to be Megan, Abby, and maybe Madame. No, Madame was like this the strongest in her group. But Even the though runaway... her, look, her look was not good. Her okay. look was not good, unfortunately. Abby's definitely in the bottom, unfortunately. Sorry, Abby. Sorry. And, and Megan. Megan, possibly. Yes. The tops for me is going to be, I th- I'm going to say Mama Queen. Mama Queen for me. The top is going to be Mama Queen mm. and Sarah Jean. I think Chelsea's look... And Envy Peru will be high. Chelsea's look was so fun, even though she was like probably the least strong in her mm. group. Do we agree with these predictions before we go into the judging? I think really bottom three, yeah, going to be around kind of like Abby, Abby, Megan, mm, Madame Janae, anybody in the other group really, actually. Although Janae's look was amazing. But who were your tops? So my tops, I've said, it was going to be, it's going to be Sedajin and Mama Queen. For me, it's Sedajin... Um, Madame's runway let her down, so she won't be in the top. Um, I think this is Sadajine's week. Yeah. It's her first win, I think. Oh, Mama Queen. Let's have a look. And again, thank you very much, judges, for pretty much agreeing with exactly everything I said. I don't know about <laughs> you, Dr. Tom, but um, everything I said came to fruition. The bottom three was Madame, Abby, and Megan. And the bottom two was Megan and Abby, who's exactly what I said. I, I agreed with what we said about the bottoms, yeah. I'm sure. And the tops, I said the winner should have been Mama Queen. And congratulations, <laughs> because... Um, I, it came true. Mama Queen was the winner, and rightfully so. I think that she was amazing in the acting challenge, and I think that she looked amazing on the runway. I mean, um, I I don't resent Mama Queen getting the win. I don't think it was like wildly inaccurate. I preferred what Sadajin presented this week. Okay, um, yeah. But there we go. That's a matter of taste. We're allowed to have yeah. different. You opinions. have your taste. They mean the judges have ours. Mm, Sorry, okay, Tom. that's why yeah. you're on. <laughs> I'm on this side of the table. I'm Back the, it up. Yet again, I'm on the outside looking in. Yes, but do you think Sedajin's going to get Pandora boxed? Well, this is the feeling I'm getting. She Sedajin, I think, has been high every week mm-hmm. and has missed out on a win every week. Yep. Um, so she's getting Pandora boxed. She's getting Jimboed, whatever you want to call it. Um, she's she's that girl. She's my girl. Yes. The other two she's tops. That girl. Are you that girl? Because I'm that girl. Sedajin and Chelsea Boy were the other tops, but Mama Queen was the winner. Now let's talk mm. about the lip sync. The lip sync was between Megan and Abby. Oh my God. Yes. Um and. I mean, there was a good performance. I don't know the song, but... Um, I don't know it very well. I th- it was Anita Mayer, Tell Me Why. And it was kind of like an old school disco song, wasn't it? Yeah. So we had two girls with very different styles and also very different outfits that lent themselves to different styles. So mm-hmm. Abby whipped off the costume to reveal a dance leotard. And Megan was stuck to in reveal- a tear away. Tear away. I've got a tear away. Underneath my tear away. Where my people are. <laughs> yeah. Um, Look, it wasn't it wasn't like bang, this is the winner. Um, because uh, they were both good, I think, by by the heel of their of their platforms, um mm. the winner was 
Definitely Abby. You did criticise one specific aspect of her performance. Right well, then. if you can't do a split, then do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. She can do so much. I can see that she did a nice round off. She did um, a great performances, great with levels. Mm-hmm. You didn't need that split to end it and, 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 and slay. But then I guess when you're in the moment and you're lip syncing for your life, yeah. you'll, I can't do a backflip, but I want to try. You know, well, you might you might do a cartwheel. Like uh, maybe that's what I was going through. Um, what was her name? Brown Con Stunnings. Like, which is that handstand, that pathetic looking handstand. One of my favorite, my favorite. Like, I think that was her first ever. time she's ever done a handstand. But yeah. you know, when you're lip syncing, no, you, you try to do whatever was, you can. She was literally trying to avoid hitting the vixen, though, wasn't she? So says she. Well, no, she she was because you could see her pulling her leg in. Megan, poor Megan, was tripping over a dress. It didn't lend itself to a lip sync, really. Mm. And um, she gave good emotion. Yeah. Um, um, and I've got a soft spot for Megan. There's something special yeah, about Yeah, and her. Megan's amazing. Do you know what was funny? What was actually um, quite surprising to me is that all the girls were saying... Um, Madame should have been in the bottom, and they were they were showing the clips of all the girls being quite shocked that she wasn't in the bottom too. They all hated her look, and they seemed to forget value that, that over her performance. Yes, I agree with with Madame not being in the bottom. Personally. Definitely, because um, not yeah, being the because anyway. Abby, Abby, oh my god, gorgeous girl, but she wasn't perform. She didn't do well in the acting, and yeah. she also didn't do well in the runway. And now we look at Megan. Megan didn't do well in the acting, and Megan's look also wasn't good in the runway. Now let's look at Madame. Madame mm. was good in the acting challenge, but she didn't hit it in the runway. She she only ticked one of those two boxes, so of course she should stay. But I don't think mm. the other girls saw that. They didn't Madame was actually good in the challenge. Anyway, that's it for this week. Make sure to join us next week where it's going to be quite high drama. High dr- yes. We've not seen a teaser of next week like this before, have we? Basically, it's going to be another fight between Abby, oh my God, and Cedar Jean. Cedar Jean's uh, like- coming off as some passive aggressive, like like a Miranda Priestley type <laughs> aggression. Like, no, 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 that's all. That's all. No. Don't, you, you don't, 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 don't act like that. Not in, in that dress. Not in that outfit. Yeah, don't come for me but in it, that outfit. The, the intriguing thing was, it was like the backstage refreshments area I mean, right I, after they came off stage. I just thought, I thought it was awesome. I thought the way the Abby was like, she went up to her. And I, I don't even, I can't say the language, but I just saw her. Oh, it was so much. Abby's very emotional. I love it. More, very, more. Sheen seemed more. very unbothered. Yeah, so. which makes you, which will make you like, which will make her even angrier that yeah, she's been yeah. such a bitch by being so unbothered. And you're just like, it you seems know? like whatever happened, there was like a little comment, literally between the stage and the refreshments, kind of cooling off area. Yeah, but like. I wonder if Sajidine said something to the effect of like, I don't think you win the lip sync. Mm, well, we'll have to find out next week for mm. episode four. So thank you very much for listening to Spilling the GNT podcast. Feel free to follow us on Twitter and message, retweet, whatever. Get in touch with us through there. Um, but that's it. Until next week, this is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys later. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye.